Daniel Cronin. Hello, Carmel Davis. Brought to you by Pure Ultra Pure CBD, the first CBD food supplement backed by clinical studies. Purist is not addictive and won't give you high. Loved by actress and TV personality Martine McCutcheon for general coping and rugby legend Mike Tyndall for sleep. Visit the website today on www.puristcbd.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Daniel Cronin in conversation with. What an absolute fantastic I- interview there, but with Gary, with Andy over in uh, Australia. That was amazing. I have the radio on here. I'm going to turn that off. Uh, I, Andy Curran's over in Australia, and Andy, fair play to you. You're giving a shout out to absolutely everybody who gave you a hand as you were growing up in every job and stuff like that. Fair play to you. You've, you've forgot nobody and uh, great to see you getting on so well. In the studio this week, we have a couple of, I have a, couple, I have a guest inside, Steve Dolan. How are you getting on, Steve? How are you doing? Good to see you, Dan. Not so bad. Steve is going, we're going to be chatting there about, uh, Steve is involved with the GRD and he's involved, he's the boss. Are you the boss, Steve? Well, I like to think so. <laughs> good man, good man, good man. And uh, he's, we're going to be chatting about a few things with Steve there. Also, ha- coming up later, we have Kerry Gardner. Kerry is uh, heavily involved in Bloom. And uh, so we're going to give her a call later on. And uh, Kerry, I mean, I've never been at Bloom, but it's a wonderfully a popular a uh, hugely popular thing and I, I don't know was it back it was it on last year uh, with lockdown and stuff like that it may have been but it's back with a bang this year and Kerry's right there in the middle of it so hopefully we'll chat with Kerry uh, later on couple of things we had uh, this week I have to give a shout out to Michael Fahey and Michael Fahey uh, is a regular contributor contributor to this show he came in and told us all about uh, Father Fahey over in Argentina and also about the eviction, the ward eviction in Loch Ray. And he always does, it, it, he gets a story, he gets a piece of history and makes it very palatable and uh, concise and uh, a wonderful thing. And we have to get him back on again. And I was trying to get him back on again about something, but he was focused on another project. And finally, the project is about to take wings. And this is Michael Fahey and his book about Frank Fahey. Frank Fahey, isn't it? Steve? It is indeed, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we claim him close to Oaken, I suppose, side of the parish, <laughs> uh, but Kikris claim him as well. Uh, Kian Corla, um, uh, extraordinary TD for, for a, a, a many, many years, involved in, obviously, the Irish language movement as well. Uh, an extraordinary life, and I'd yeah. say it'll be a cracking book, known McFahey. Oh, yeah, he'll make a fantastic job of it. And so he is his book launch, and it's this Friday, next, next Friday, this Friday coming, and it's on in uh, the Lockray Hotel. Yeah. And uh, invitation is to everyone. It's great that these things are back again. Uh, we talked with some people during the, the bloody lockdown and stuff like that. And they were trying to put out books and they couldn't really do it. Yeah. So it's great that Mick has this uh, finally put together. And I can't wait. I'll be up there anyway. And uh, we'll s- certainly share all the information out about it during the week. He was the Kian Corla. He, he went for He was there for about 30, 30 years, was he? Or? Yeah, I, I often think of Seamus Brennan when I think of him because it's so difficult in politics to be liked on both sides of the aisle. Okay. And he was one of those people that was respected on, uh, you know, pro and anti-treaty and then obviously uh, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael over the years. So a highly respected individual. And again, coming from East Galway, uh, wouldn't have been uh, affluent, certainly, uh, growing up. I think for, from memory, uh, might have been originally born in on the Kilcrease side 
and had cousins and grew up for a while on the close to Oak side of the border as we call it uh, so, and highly popular on both you know it's, Thomas it's, uh, is a Gilkinaird absolutely absolutely Steve yeah, but look, look at the best to look with that Michael and I can't wait to be I'll definitely be up there and looking forward to that and uh, a couple of things during the week or well last week and I had thank you to Ian Marmion was in last week telling us about his journey and his career and his life and I'm telling you for such a career to head off and uh, work with Paddy Power and yeah. then go all over the world and he's still going all over the world but to talk about becoming a professional punter yeah I mean that just uh, I'm just not built that way as I said that to Ian I said I'm just not yeah. built that way but Ian there the mind is just working and it's fascinating he is. He's a great character, a great personality. I mean, we, we're the, the town is mighty at producing them, as you and I spoke before. Yeah. Uh, there's some fantastic people that have come out of this town in the last 30 or 40 years. You'd have known, would you have known Ian when he was up in Dublin with Kieran Hanron and yeah, stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 because I lived with Kieran, who's a, a, a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, I don't think I'd be married to the person I am or were it not for him. He was a... Kieran Matchmade? Hey, no, well, he, he I, I used to bring her around and he'd, uh, he'd, uh, he was great. You know, we'd go to the hurling matches and yeah. he'd, we'd have a big crowd of Lachray at that time that would come up. We had a, a three bed uh, apartment between Rack Air and Rack Mines. Yeah. And I mean, you'd have, honestly, you could have a hundred people there the night before a hurling match. The, the door uh, was open. Yeah, the door was open, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for it, it, it was some crack. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had uh, fair play to Ian and Ian mentioned last week that uh, Kevin Dooley had passed away. And um, we had uh, Kevin was a mainstay around uh, Loch Ray. Everybody knew him. And we went to, I went with my father. My father's birthday was on Monday. So we went off to Ballon Road, myself at Finbar. I brought him. Dad is mad into horses, mad yeah. into horses. First time I was ever in Ballon Robe. Went up there, met a couple of Loch Ray lads above Father Ryan or Daniels. Okay, very good, there. Yeah. He gave us a good one. Lovely. Which he ended up not backing himself. Finbar <laughs> met him during the week. <laughs> he got us out of jail at the very end of the day. But when we were up there, we passed through the town of Kilmaine and there was a pub there and Dad, as we were going up, Dad just said, uh, great friend of Kevin Dooley's in there. It was closed. So on the way back, we said, we just passed by it and it had just opened and there was a guy, Jor Mackin is his name. Okay. Knows all the heads. This racing fraternity is all over the place, but it's quite tight. Yeah. And people know each other. So Jermack and knew Kevin very well. And they were great pals. And uh, he was very sad to hear him passing away, you know. But uh, always enjoyed his times coming back to thing. But uh, Brendan, Brendan, his son, said some lovely, had a lovely uh, talk about him at the Mass. And I'd forgotten about Brave Fountain. This was one, uh, this was his uh, horse. I'd forgotten about incre yeah. incredibly, incredibly good horse. And uh, but we go on, uh, may rest in peace. And funnily enough, uh, Kevin, Exeth and Rye, Mark manager, yeah, we know Trassa from school. Sure, she was a lovely girl. Trassa was in my, in my, I haven't seen yeah. her in years, yeah, I haven't seen her in years. I met her there up at the funeral, lovely, miserated with her. And uh, but then Gus Egan, the lock yes, Mark again, passed away absolutely. But a, day, a day or two later. So we called out to the house there and uh, met with, I know, some of the family, Noel and uh. Caroline used to work with Caroline or used to work in digital. Caroline was there as well. Yeah. Years ago. Yes. Years ago. So we we're chatting about it all the time. But Gus, I had Gus on here. Oh, it must be a year ago when I went out. It was about the 50th anniversary of the Lockray Mart. And we went out and we chatted with Gus. And it was lovely because I hadn't seen Gus in years. And I always knew Gus yeah. as down in the things. So and we rested in peace, the two of them. Two great characters uh, that'd be sorely missed. Anyway, Steve, come here. 
you you are all over the place with this. This is there's there's a serious problem here, Steve. You're over GRD. You're over the two schemes. You fund you're funding it. Does GRD fund it or what? Where is it? Well, the 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 on on Monday night we had uh, about four hundred fifty people in the Rahing Woods. And we had them there because we're facing into a crisis in the Rural Social Scheme and in the Two Scheme. So most of your listeners will know the Rural Social Scheme is, uh, I suppose the, the insulting term that would have been used at one stage was farmer's dole. But it, it's uh, a, a, an income support to modest farmers. And it was put there by uh, Eamon O'Keefe back in the day to keep life in rural Ireland. And in return for working for 19 and a half hours a week in the community, they have a stable income. Um, it's a local workforce for everybody that needs it. And I'll go through a list of those in Lockray that benefit from it at the moment. Uh, it's brilliant for social inclusion. The world we're living in now, it's huge for mental health. And look, at it, it was all over the headlines for the last couple of weeks. We have a local authority and in fairness, it's very easy to criticise them. But they're seriously, seriously underfunded, the least funded local authority in the country. And if you extrapolate it out per head of population, it's even worse. You're talking about uh, Cal- so Cal- 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 County Council. So yeah. all the work that the Tucson RSS are doing in some other counties, they're done by the local authority because local authority has the ability and the funding and the resources to reach out and do bits and pieces. But that isn't the case in, in County Galway. So Galway Rural Development would be one of the largest TUS and one of the largest RSS and combined would be at this stage the largest um, employer, if you like. We have currently have 220 rural social scheme participants and 10 or so managers man- managing those. And it's the same on the TUS side, another 220, all targeted in East Galway. And I'll, I'll give you the list uh, in Lockray just so people know where the tentacles go and what has actually just been done on the ground. That's yeah. a huge list there now. There is, yeah. So this like, is all the clubs. This is just in Lockray now, in, just in the town. So you have Brothers of Charity, Family Cares, and in Lockray you have the Athletics Club, Boxing Club, Symmetry Committee, Chamber of Commerce, Creative Writing, Family Resource Centre, the Golf Club, Nature Watch, Tidy Towns, NCBI, Music Matters, Seven Springs, St. Raphael's, GMFs, I could go on. Mm. And then all around the, the, the town, all the Symmetry Committees, all the national schools, all the GA clubs and then, you know, the independent groups and Ireland reaching out and like all of these people benefit from participants. And Steve, this is a huge benefit. What's uh, what's happening? What's proposed? There's two issues. The first is on the rural social scheme, uh, farmers have to come off come off it after 56 years after six years. So can you imagine being a farmer at 50 and coming off at 56? What are you what are you going to do at 56? The government's yeah. attitude seems to be, you know, maybe get a job coding and do farming part-time. Yeah. It's about keeping life in rural Ireland. Yeah. Second issue with farmers is they take a one-year snapshot of income. Now, you're farming. Yeah. I grew up on a farm. You could have one good year and nine bad years, and they'll pull you off the scheme after the, the, the one year, instead of leaving people on. And the third thing is, you and I, again, know loads of single men around the country that have their farms. In this case... Uh, the rules need to be widened to include nieces and nephews because at the moment it only includes sons and daughters that can go anywhere near the scheme. And can imagine all the women around Ireland or people who around the East Galway, uh, women and men who've married into a family and they're the same stay-at-home care. We're talking about our rural future, the government's uh, mantra that doesn't have money to backing it up at this stage, not so far anyway. This would keep life in rural Ireland. Before we lost my dad four years ago, what he lamented more than anything else was if he was in trouble at home, there was no one to go to. There was yeah. no one around anymore. Whereas yeah. one time yeah. th- there was that support. And then on the two scheme, 
Um, it's only a one-year scheme, which again makes no sense because an awful lot of the groups I've mentioned, we bring in somebody that it doesn't qualify for the rural social scheme because they don't have, have a herd number. Uh, and you're two, two or three months training them in. They're able to do the job for six months and then they're kind of looking over their shoulder or going again. So it should yeah. have been a two-year scheme. And I spoke to Eamon O'Keefe myself and he, he is adamant that this should be a two-year scheme. But the, the cherry on top of the tree, the thing that, uh, you know, or on top of the cake, the thing that bothers me most is I met Heather Humphreys uh, two weeks ago in Adlone and everything was all praise for all that had been done during COVID and all that the Rural Social Scheme and TUS representatives had, had, had done and the participants had done. And I pointed out that we have rightly welcomed Ukrainians into this country. We have rightly, in in my view, given them medical cards without any means tests. We've given PPN numbers without ID. We've now given driving licenses without tests. And yet they're not allowed to go on a two scheme to give back to their local uh, communities because they're not really refugees because they came under the EU directive. That was one comment. And the second one was they're not a year unemployed in Ireland. So, you know, they can't come on. We now have a crisis, an absolute shortage of uh, participants on that two scheme. There is loads of people who could go on the scheme or who should stay on it for two years. And the two elephants in the room, Dan, is number one, with the greatest respect, uh, the participants themselves would be the first to admit it. Some of these participants are not in a position to, for a variety of reasons, mental health, education, Mm -hmm. crisis in their own lives, getting back on their feet, work 40 hours a week, Mm -hmm. but they can work 19 and a half and give back to the community. That's the first big one. And the the second one is, if we continue to try and force people into employment, they're going to burn out and it's going to to be a spiral downwards. Whereas this helps all the groups. We We said no to 350 groups this year, 350, because we said we don't have the participants, but the bodies are there. They just won't let us use them. Tell me, Right, because look, at I, I know a lot of lads on these because I actually evolved in education as well and the lads would come in to me and they'd actually be doing a short course because there's, there's a there's a emphasis on education as well because a lot of the a lot of people would have yeah, not absolutely uh, would not have education it's just actually to get them into a system yes just to get them into a, a system a good routine a good routine and they absolutely love yeah meeting up yeah and doing their job and they'd be blabbered away and the social impact of it Financially, if you're on a scheme or you're on the dole, it's, the it's a token. It's a token. It's about ten, 25 euros extra a week. 25 euros. So it's nothing. It's nothing. And you have, rather than some poor lad sitting at home, and I know them, staring at walls, stay, staying in bed, the mental health issue must be incredible. But they can get up, get on their bike and drive up or uh, cycle up to the, be at the boxing club, the GA ground. Yeah. And these are, like, let's talk about the GA ground. These lads love hurling. Yes. They want to be up there. Yeah. They take a pride in that, and they're part of the, they're part of the town, they're part of the club, and they're thanked for it. I mean... Yeah, the GA club, I have to commend the GA on, on, on Monday night. They spoke up very, very strong, as did all the charity groups there. I mean, it was humbling, really, to have that many people. We only organised it 10 days beforehand. Uh, I do want to thank the, the public representatives here in Galway. The, t- the three TDs in East Galway turned up, as did two of the three in in Galway. Roscommon, uh, um, Dennis Nocton was was detained, uh, uh, but he had. we were up before the Joint Directors Committee two weeks ago, and it was Dennis uh, that had been uh, supportive with that. But particularly Claire Coran, I want to thank uh, Claire Coran. Uh, I want to thank Sean Kenny, uh, because the following morning he, he, he went and he laid down a question in Dáil Airden to, to Minister Humphreys. Uh, there's a real frustration. I mean, 
I come from a town, I love this town. Galway, uh, East Galway doesn't ask a whole lot and it doesn't get a whole lot. We don't have a senior minister in Connacht. I think all the listeners need to reflect on why that is. They need to reflect on is East Galway getting its fair share? And they need to ask a simple question is, is this right? And if it's not, what's been done about it? This is the this is the huge. You need to have a voice, and you need to have a strong voice. And we talked. Uh, this all was up in the air when Barry Cowan was in, and he was out. And then he went over to the lad over in up in Mayo. He came in as the minister of agriculture and yeah. was out over Calfkill. And all of a yeah. sudden, we're left bereft yet again out in the west. Yeah. Five hundred fifty thousand people live in Connacht. And they don't have a minister at the table. And then when they talk about, I mean, I always laugh when they talk about super juniors. I mean, they carry as much weight as a empty keg below in, in Garrett's mad stuff. Like you're either a minister or you're not. And you'll either deliver for your constituency or, or you're not. Mm. And I, I, the last thing I'll say, I've evoked my father. And for those that don't know, like he was a proud man. He was into Clan Italian for years and Fine Gael in latter years. His, his anger at... Um, the political, uh, you know, elite and the, the sphere of politics was after an election, people would forget who was loyal and who elect, who voted for what. Mm -hmm. And I'm married to a dub. Uh, I, I love her to bits. But all the ministers would be given to the eastern seaboard. And here we go again. It's 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 crazy in this day and age. And I don't care. We we talked about this. That to, I talked to some people uh, years a couple of years ago, and they said, "Oh no, your man is a really strong voice." I know in any group, in any to anything organization you're involved in, if you want to affect change, if you want a strong voice, you need to be at the top table. You do. Otherwise, you don't have a strong voice. Absolutely. Because if you had a strong bloody voice, you'd have your voice in there at the top table. That's it's it's as simple as that. Absolutely, it's, it's nice absolutely. I mean, the, a lot of good things have come out of uh, the West over the years. Uh, I'm not going to get you know I love history. I'm not going to get involved in romantic talk of of the Land League and Michael David and so on. But I will say this is building up a nice set of steam. Um, it's moving west. It's moving up to Heather Humphreys' own constituency in Cavan Monaghan. There's a frustration. And this needs to be dealt with and it needs to be dealt with now. There's nothing in this, by the way. Let's talk money. There is zero in this for local development companies. In fact, the people are paid directly. They're not even paid through me. They're not even paid through Galway Rural Development. Mm -hmm. It's about what's right and what's wrong for rural Ireland. Like I was up in Dublin on Thursday in Clondalkin. There is a huge amount of money. I agree with any you know government TDs that want to come on. Absolutely. There's a huge amount of money washing around the system. But I'm telling you, it's not coming west of, of the Shannon. And we need to ask why. Galway and East Galway isn't getting its fair share now. It didn't get its fair share yesterday. And unless we do something, it won't be getting its fair share tomorrow. Tell me this. The, so for, for the two schemes and the rural social schemes, I was that, that ignorant. I thought it was all twos. And actually, I know a lot of lads who are on the RSS scheme, but it's more or less the same. Tell me. The, um, the key asks... The key, the key ask, no, is there anything being pulled from it or is that you're just not happy with the, the confines and the, the, well, well, the strict the, parameters the, the, to, to the, get on the scheme? The six-year rule means we're at a cliff edge. So of my 220 odd, and we're below that now because people are, are bit by bit, it's slowly been choked to death because of the age profile and because of mm -hmm. the type of farming we have now, there are fewer lads around. 
So the ask on the rural social scheme, there's two asks on, on, on each. On the rural social scheme, it's the immediate abolition of the six-year rule to say, you know, we're going to do it. And I've spoken to people in the department and I've spoken to politicians, obviously, and it's it's common. Well, no, common isn't good enough. Now, this needs to be done now because it'll be too late. When they're off the scheme, we won't be able to get them back. So they get rid of the six-year rule, no need for review. You're supposed to be a minister, make a decision on it. And the second thing is widen the rules to include nieces. And if you, there's no reason not to, Think about all, and I'm not being sexist, but women want to give back as well. 100%. These are people who married into families. Ex- explain that about nieces and nephews. Because if you're, if loads of single farmers are obviously handing their farms over to their yes, to, yes, to, to yes. other family members, and yes. you know, uh, you and I again going to Marts when we're young, we know loads of those yeah, uh, bachelors. St- so yeah, so it's widening the nephew would be nephews. standing beside them. Yeah, a hundred percent. So that that's on the the social key. The, the two asks. And on the two scheme, there is absolutely no reason why it can't be a two-year scheme. And as I say again, uh, a, a government junior minister said to me last week that it was absolutely ridiculous that they wouldn't let on the Ukrainians in the scheme. Because if I had the Ukrainians in Giltarmer, where there's 50-odd Ukrainians at the moment, and they're a lovely, lovely race, I could take all the two scenarios. I have in Giltarmer out of the place and move them into Portumne, Aircourt, Lawrencetown, Banaslow, where they're needed elsewhere. It would allow us the flexibility to juggle. It might only be a short-term solution for however long this war goes on, although I fear it'll go on a while. Mm. These people are crying out to be involved. They're mainly women. They have children. So they're only available between half nine and 2.30, yeah. 3 o'clock anyway. This yeah. is the only option for them. They're locked away. And people talk about direct provision, and I'm a huge critic of it myself. This isn't that much better. Yeah. You know, they're not they're locking them in and saying you can't work. It's just madness. And then tell them, well, you can work, but go out there and get a proper job for yourself. That'll allow you to be back at the centre and have two. It doesn't exist, those positions. And th- but as you say, as you say, they're confined inside of these places and they can't do anything. And to just to get out and do something. Yeah. I'm teaching a lot of the, uh, a, go- a good few. Uh, like, oh, fair, fair Jews. I was well, that, that's where, that's where. Uh, You're G- pulled in G- a lot, yeah. Well, G-R-E-T-B. Uh, would be putting on a lot of uh, classes, e- English classes, for both uh, the parents and bo- and for support for uh, schoolgoers as well. So we have. Um, yeah, I was in Clifton and I was in Peacocks on Friday. Um, yeah, I mean, look at these people are are keen to give back. Everyone I've spoken to are keen to give back. Some of them, I fear, may move on to other countries. Uh, we'll be losing quality people if they do. Uh, the the Standard of education of the Ukrainians that have come in so far is very, very high. If yeah. we handle this well, they could make an invaluable contribution to this country if we let them. Yeah, that's the it's it's the madness. It's the madness of that. that I mean, bring people in. Absolutely, that's it. But I mean, they want to be part of it. They want to give something. Let's get, let's let's. Yeah. It's it's both parties win. Both parties win now. In all fairness, Steve, come here a second. We won't spend too much. Look at. Fair play to you. There's great energy. You're all over the place. It's great to hear to hear you. Uh, we we're, were hoping to get you last week, but it's better that you can this week because the Monday night uh, meeting was such a success. Fantastic, yeah. Well, f- we're, we're delighted. And you're getting fantastic coverage from the Tribune, Galway BFM, the advertiser. You're, all, you're absolutely all over the place, which is what you've got to do. Yes. And people need to be aware of this and people need to be... I mean, uh, Kieran Nan and uh, Sean Kenny, uh, they need to be... Uh, all over this. They, they need, need to be, be all on over this now. This. Yeah. Because they're meeting people. You're meeting, 
Caraban, Portumna. Yeah. I don't know where's Sean. Sean's in North Galway someplace. I don't know where Jim He is, yeah. And uh, we, we, can't, uh, we can't affect change without help and without pressure. And, and this needs to be done. Doll recess or no doll recess, um, it, this is going to, to be something people are going to remember if this isn't dealt with and this isn't fixed, Dan. That's all I can, that's all I can say. Well, I'll tell you, the, well, fair, fair play to you now, fair play to you. Steve, before you go, uh, a big thank you, a big thank you from Lockray Community Radio. I've got a, I've got a wad of cash here, wad of cash here. Uh, Denise and uh, Paul and Dave, you'll be happy to hear. Uh, about a year, was it a year ago? Yeah, Heritage Week in last August, yeah, we did a book on Slater's directory of Lockray in 1846 and this yes. copy is still available, so, so please uh, email uh, sakdolan at hotmail.com if you'd like a copy but um, uh, yeah you know it's a, it's a thousand euros it's well well deserved uh, here for what you guys do on the radio and uh, I've one coming this year for Lockray Family Resource Centre and it's on the great Lockray teams of 1911, 1941 and 2006 uh, it is a match report of each game en route to the each of those three t- titles and uh, if you love history and you love Gaelic games it's actually one of 18 I've come and I'm doing two a day uh, this year for Heritage Week and uh, I've won in Climber in their 1897 team uh, Mary 1933 uh, the Great Army double team winning team Fawn had double winning team uh, <laughs> the Galway All-Ireland winning team so you know I even have the Dublin for my my other half uh, I did one on the Dublin 1924 <laughs> Hurling team which all 15 men were from other counties as I keep telling her oh fantastic to Steve your enthusiasm is incredible uh, and it's I always find it uh, the mind boggles Look, Ray, we've only three. Counties. Yeah, and it's too officially. Now we were, do, we're done out of about you, twenty you, of them. You were, you were robbed. About twenty, you were robbed. About twenty of them. But this is, you only remember the winners, don't you? You, you do. You remember do. You the do. winners. But uh, no, we're over the moon. Thanks so much. We're about to go FM, so we need that money for a bunch of things, and we're really um, over the moon to get that money. Thanks so much. Can't wait for Heritage Week with yourself. Um, the Kevin MacDonald uh, I was chatting to him he's done a thing on the the, the, the islands of the lake the islands fantastic. of the lake fantastic I, fanta- I, Island McCoo that's all I knew yes. Island McCoo yeah. uh, the rest of them I've never heard them and he put up the maps so come Heritage Week we'll we'll definitely be pushing that in big time and it's great it's back We're, we'll be able to go into these things now and uh, you know be, be there in person and it'll, uh, absolutely and have events in Lockray that people can come to and share in and there's brilliant historians in this town there is there absolutely is and uh, that's mighty come here Steve thanks so much and uh, really appreciate you coming in thanks Dan Join us on Lockray's weekly business show covering various enterprising topics, business news, key trends and expert opinion. The Business Show, Sundays, 9am, right here on Lockray Community Radio. Mind the Head with Paul Flaherty, a weekly show that focuses on mental health and well-being. Sundays on Lockray Community Radio, brought to you by Dignity Funeral Care, funeral directors caring for your peace of mind. Hi, Cathy Dunn here, and I'd love if you would join me on my show, Planet Vibes, every Saturday at 2pm on Loch Grey Community Radio. If it's easy listening music you're after, or news of what's happening around our planet and community, then listen along to Planet Vibes with Cathy Dunn, Saturdays at 2 on Loch Grey Community Radio. Uh-huh.
Hello, Carmel Dempsey here. I'm delighted to be back on Lockray Community Radio with my Trad by the Lake show, Sundays at 1pm. I'm looking forward to bringing you the best of Irish trad and folk, and of course we'll be delighted to play all your requests. So tune in to LockrayCommunityRadio.com every Sunday at 1pm. Trad by the Lake, brought to you by Tom Doyle Motors, Galway Road, Lockray, serving the Galway motorist, both city and county, since 1985. For more music, giveaways, local updates, and general mayhem, join Dave and Paul on the afternoon show. Get a load of these guys. Saturdays from 12 on your favorite local station, Lockray Community Radio. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more. Hi, Martina Staunton here. Join me every Saturday morning on Lockray Community Radio from 10 till 12 for two hours where I will bring you nothing but the best of Irish and American country music on my show, Country Jukebox. Join me live on Saturdays from 10 a.m. Country Jukebox with Martina Staunton. Brought to you by Cartron House, B&B, Cottages and Function Room. A perfect setting for small weddings, private parties, family reunions and occasions. Check cartronhouse.com for details. Hi, I'm Johnny Pollock. And I'm Jonas. Every Sunday we spend a bit of time trying to understand what the Bible is all about. We play some songs, we read some Bible together, and we have a bit of fun as we let the Bible do the talking. So if you want to join us, we are on Bible Talk every Sunday afternoon, and we'd love to have you along. Bible Talk every Sunday afternoon from 3 to 4 p.m. Each Sunday morning at 11 a.m., join Denise Christie on her show, A Vibrant Life where she'll share with you a diverse range of tips and tricks designed to show you how to live a happy, healthy and vibrant life. Sundays at 11am on Lockray Community Radio. Community Diary on Lockray Community Radio. If you have an announcement or local update that you'd like to include on the next Community Diary, then please contact us on lockraycommunityradio at gmail.com. Listen along on your Alexa device. Just say enable Lockray Community Radio. Now we're back in the studio here now. Thanks very much to Steve Dolan there. Steve, what a bundle of energy he is there. Fighting the good fight. It's a great time for Steve. Uh, Anything you want to get involved in, Steve is going to be there. The energy. (laughs) He's almost like ready to burst. Anyway, Steve, thanks very much. And uh, we're about to go. We'll go ringing Kerry Gardner. So hopefully this is going to work out. Kerry, as I said, here we go. Now, hopefully, we'll get uh, Kerry on the line there. We'll see what the story is. So, Kerry, as I said, is involved with Bloom. Kerry? Good morning. Ah, good morning, Kerry. Uh, Thanks for taking the call. Not a problem, not a problem. How are you keeping? After that match yesterday, how would I be? I know, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. We, we spied, this is the mighty thing of Facebook. We spied uh, Kerry above in the stands there yesterday. With had, you, had you all the family up there, Kerry? We did, yeah. We came to Bloom first and then we all headed over uh, to Co Park. So it was, it, we were pretty excited. But anyway, we live in, another day, another day. Another day. What, did you pull into the big tree on the way down or where did you do? Oh, no, no, I'm still in Dublin. So uh, you'd want to be doing that, though, wouldn't you, really? <laughs> if I wasn't so tired, maybe. Come here, tell me. Kerry, what's the... Uh, Bloom, come here, will you tell me? Was Bloom on last year? 
No, we've had a two-year break, so this is the first bloom uh, back in reality since 2019. Okay. I so was a two-year break, with two virtual blooms. Uh, kind of do uh, initiatives online and digital and then we're back back in the Phoenix Park again this year which is great everyone's quite excited to be back you know and from the, designers to growers to producers and this, this is something that has uh, really taken off in the last four or five years uh, it's huge I mean people are so interested in it and uh, beforehand you, like you would have heard us say maybe the Chelsea Flower Show or something like that over in England mm-hmm. But this is uh, this is this is a brilliant event. This is a huge event. Yeah, it's it's a yeah it's a big event, and I guess we're, we it's, we built it open to the public on the June Bank Holiday weekend. So we opened on uh, Thursday. Uh, welcome President Higgins to the park, and he officially opens it. And then uh, yeah, and we're open then for until Monday. So you still have a chance to come up from Galway. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> to come and see it. And if if yeah. you look, if if somebody goes up, heads up. I mean, you you, you must be getting crowds up there because the weather has been fantastic. Yeah, we've had great crowds, and I mean, the, the, I think it, it just and I always come up the way I always do. So I always come up and I head for kind of Chapel Lizard, and I come in that gate into the park, and it's usually fairly smooth running or in Knock Maroon Gate, and it's a great, especially great for coming up from Galway or the West uh, to come in that way, kind of almost like the old road. I know. Um, That's you it. As you're saying that, fairly, fairly handy that way because. Um, Mark, my husband was up yesterday with the boys and they came in that way and they had no trouble getting to the park but I think there was traffic being sent in different directions yesterday and it was external because obviously there was a lot going on yeah. around Dublin generally so sometimes you can or even the train it's, it's easy to come from the train you get the, the train up and you come into Houston and there's a free shuttle bus from Park 8th Street on a continuous or shuttle buses continuous loops going up and down into the park dropping people up and down so if you didn't want to try that's an all great alternative as well Brilliant yeah. Kerry what is your involvement with Bloom? Uh, I look after all the show gardens and the horticulture content on site. So we have uh, 20 gardens on site. So I kind of coordinate and curate all of them. And then I look after, oversee the postcard gardens. There's a lot of horticulture. There, there are specialist growers. And then we have um, also postcard gardens, which are our community uh, gardens, which I'd like to give a plug out. Maybe anyone think about or get to Bloom, think about it for next year. It would be great to have some uh, from Galway. We've had some from Galway in the past, but again, maybe for 2023, that'd be something that'd be great to do. And then sculpture in the park and even so, like kind of the horticulture content on site, basically, I, I manage. Okay, okay. And, uh, Kerry, are you along with Bloom or what, what's the crack? I started in 2015 and 2016 was my first my first rodeo and then had a couple of blooms and then we had a couple of obviously virtual blooms with COVID in place. So it is a big thing. Like I, I'd start planning, we'll start thinking about next year already in our heads, but I guess in, in earnest, it'll be from kind of mid to late August, September, we'll be planning for next year. My God, so it's a year-round job. Yeah. Tell me, Kerry, yeah, yeah. Have, have you, what's the still? why did you get into gardening? Or how well, did you get actually, into gardening? I think I would give a nod to Mr. Blake in school. I, I always liked gardening or being outdoors. And in the vocation schools in Bridget, uh, Mr. Blake was a uh, science teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. science teacher, yeah. And I remember I was looking at thinking about doing ag, uh, agri studies at the time. He goes, could you consider horticulture? And, and I did. And he, he told me to speak to a few people that had studied horticulture before me. So uh, that past pupils, I'll say. And, and I did. And uh, I kind of went down that route then. At the time, you didn't go on the internet and find out. You had to kind of write away and get a perspective and trying to find out that way about things back in the good old 90s but um yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of got into it and then i really liked the design element so then i went on to study landscape architecture so that's and i spent years in england i was in for 15 years so that's kind of what i trained so that kind of it's, it, it, it gives me the skills i guess to 
kind of project manager. Did, did you uh, go to Did you go to college in England? Yeah, I, well, I was studying a place called On Green on in Termin Fecken, and it was a Chagas course first, and then from there I went to Manchester. That's where I did my degree in postgrad. Yeah, so. Fantastic. Around a bit. <laughs> Fantastic. That's absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like I mean, as you're saying, what's if if you go into Bloom now and you went into it now, have you all the big names? Is the what's your man's name? I think he's up there actually. Is he doing a, a natural? What's his name? What's his name? Dermot is not Dermot Bannon. Who's no. no, you think of Dermot? He no, he's actually up in Northern Ireland at the moment doing something for the Queen's Jubilee. You're thinking of Dermot. Dermot Gavin is what you're thinking of. Dermot Gavin, he's above at the G- Queen's yeah. Jubilee. <laughs> he's up in he's up in County Antrim. I think they're doing something in County Antrim, Random Castle. Oh, I'd see, I'd see I'd see the picture of him. I'd see the picture of him, but yeah. I thought uh, he was. Yeah, uh, we have, yeah, we have some great household kind of names as well here that have done really got? well at Bloom. Alan Rudden. Um, we have James Purdy. We have there's lots of people in, in that kind of circus. Andrew Christopher Dunn built amazing gardens. We've we've got some Gory representation as well this year. We have a professor from uh, UCHG and then UIG on site with a garden called Cree, and he's collaborated with the charity Cree, uh, the Heart and Stroke Charity in Galway, and built a cardiovascular health garden at Bloom. So it's a garden with kind of architectural elements to demonstrate a healthy heart. So he's got these big concrete pipes painted red. One is open and it's representing kind of the healthy structure of a, a heart, a vessel. And then okay. the other one is kind of blocked with plants representing, you know, maybe the way it can go if you don't look after yourself. So again, telling people to mind their diet, exercise, cut down on stress, uh, and then, you know, balance, healthy balanced diet. But he's using the garden to tell that story and it's been a huge success uh, all weekend, like I met a man, people coming in going, where is this heart garden? You know, I'm wanting to see it. Yeah. And Professor Derek is, is amazing. You know, he's, he's a great man. And um, he, we put him in touch with a, a landscape contractor here in Dublin, O'Brien Landscape Things are a very big uh, company and they kind of built it for him here in the park. But it was great, great collaboration and the engagement has been phenomenal for them on, on site. So that's great that we have something from Galway Garden because we haven't had one for Galway since I've been working here. Okay. And then we have our, our postcard gardens I mentioned earlier, but we also have McDee's on site. So they've made it up to the this year. So <laughs> you McD, can't go anywhere. McDee, McDee, good Adam. <laughs> so there he is. Yeah, it was uh, I think more of a last minute thing, but yeah, he's here. So, yep, so, there so he is. if all these uh, garden centres would have a stall or a space to show their wares, is it? Yeah, and it's not for the faint hearted because I guess it's very busy back at base. This weekend is typically the kickoff for garden centres around the country in terms of really yes. people getting focused on buying plants in the summer months. So, uh, not a lot, you know, it takes some operation to come up here and also make sure that, you know, back at base, I think uh, Eamon Maher is keeping things uh, running there back in Lockery. Oh, very understand. good. And tell me, yeah. th- tell me this if you go up, like, a, a board be a, do, are board be a funding bloom or what's the story? Yeah, uh, board, very, uh, Corey, yeah. That's exactly it, Danny. Uh, it's Borbia Bloom. So they are the the, the the main arm behind it. So it's it's their initiative, and it, they started in uh, 2007. Uh, yeah. and, and it's just grown. And then the food element, so the producers, um, I think, you know, like there's say cheese producers or, you know, food producers around the country here. Uh, and it'll go as well, represented as well over in the food village. So we have, you know, there's not only the, you know, all the horticultural elements, there's yeah. the great food. Uh, and some of the, the drinks companies are represented, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks on site, you know, soft drink companies as well, all Irish. And again, they're all Borbia-approved client partners that are on site. That's but it's brilliant. a great opportunity for you to come and meet meet the makers, understand who's behind these these, these, these foods, you That's know, produce. 
Yeah, that's super. It sounds like a, it sounds amazing. Now you'll finish up. You'll finish up tomorrow evening, and everyone will be. Will it take long to clear everything out? Will it be a? Is it on a greenfield site, Kerry, up there now? I mean, will yeah, you see yeah. evidence of ye there afterwards, or is there a year-long kind of a place there the whole time, or what's the story? No, you're exactly right. It's greenfield. It's basically we're at the visitor's centre in the Phoenix Park at the Ashtown Demise, and it's we'll we restore it back to where, you know, the way we left it. So predominantly grass, we'll go back to grass. After a couple of weeks, it'll be green again. It's just where there's tents, it might be a little bit yellow. And then we'll, we'll lift out of here. And then where the show gardens are, they're going to, that'll be, uh, the wildfire season that ready for the bee festivals they have here in the Phoenix Park, the OPW's bee festival come September. Okay. So they'll put in a quick flowering uh, crop in order to get it ready for the, the bee festival in September. Oh, Kerry, fantastic! You won't see you won't see sign of it in about three or four weeks. Sign will be gone. We we have to get out sign in about a uh, week and a half. We've got to get out. Okay, that's what I was just wondering. Like you're eating, but that's is that amazing, uh, Kerry? Yeah. You're, you're living the dream, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about that, but you know, um, you just kind of it's day to day at the moment. It's because I've been on site, or you know, we started building the gardens in late April, so it's you know we're. For some people, it's day two or three, and for me, it's we're into the you know we're struggling months at this point. But anyway, we're we're nearly there, and um, yeah, no, it's good, it's good, it's good to be here. And I suppose it is, it's important for the sector and for horticulture and gardening, and we're just flying at the moment anyway. But it's it's also good people can come and get ideas and take it home and you know learn a bit more when they're here. Do you see now, um, definitely during lockdown, I mean, uh, they were one of the first places that had to be opened because everybody was at home doing up their gardens, the horticultural centres. Do you see now that um, it's still still flying it, that people are really interested in plants? Do you see people, trends changing towards, as we said, the bees and stuff like that, that uh, they're not exotic plants as such, that they're going native or anything like that? No, or is there... Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's it's the, the increase um, demand for for gardening and, and plants is it's gone through the roof. I mean, Bobby have loads of stats on that, and there's done loads of research to capture and spend, as they would say, attractive, mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal. But in terms of the interest and, and on pollinator friendly or or that kind of wilder look, yeah, there's a big interest in that. I think it's, it's a changing mindset, and maybe not having clipped everything or you know everything looking neat and tidy. And we have to learn how to live with things a little bit more. Um, you know, wild looking or messy in order to allow for our, 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 you know, increased biodiversity and allow for our pollinators to thrive a bit more. That's right. So that's a messy right. corner is good in every garden, you know, um, but I do think it's a, it's a mindset and I think we're probably all a bit guilty or have been in the past of wanting it to be nipped and clean and tight and tidy and but yeah, so I think, it, but there is a move, you can see it as well even through the Tidy Towns groups that they're encouraging all that, like the, the pollinator plan has encouraged, you know, great uh, biodiversity. And there is a mindset there. And there's a learning there for everyone, too, in terms of, you know, it's OK to have things looking a little bit wilder on the edges. And then maybe put a sign up and tell people that, you know, it's not that we're neglecting it. It's that this is intended. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> judge me. Don't judge it. me. Yeah, 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 don't judge me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, I don't I, I, I like it. I, I like that no more may because uh, I could walk out and uh, through the field of grass in front of me and go, oh, no, that's for the bees. That's for the bees rather yeah. than uh, <laughs> pulling the, the, the mower out of the out of the shed. No, it, yeah. it is. Uh, it is because, yeah, people are linked into carefully manicured uh, lawns and fantastic like cut edges and no weed around the place that it looks picture postcard. But... This you need a little bit wild and scraggy and uh, 
uh, helping pollinators and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. Kerry, come here. Look at fair play to you, Kerry. Kerry, uh, come here. Will you tell me this? You're uh, where are you? Where, where are you? Uh, the, what are, you're one of the gardeners. Is there about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you related <laughs> to Dave Gardner? Are you? Yes, Dave and I are second cousins. Mother yep. of God, if you threw a stone up there, you'd hit a gardener around the place, would you? <laughs> and there'd probably be a gardener throwing it. In, uh, yeah, I went to Dream Primary School, and there wasn't very many of us in school, it was a small school. And, uh, when, you know, the bishop would come, and we'd be open into the one room, and he'd say, what's your name? And she'd be like, Gary Gardner. And your name? Gary <laughs> Gardner. And then like that, it'd be like David and Keith, and we'd go through, and he goes, is anyone in the room that isn't a gardener? You know, but it's just the way it happened to me. It's not like that now. There's only, there's only I think there were still gardeners in, in, in Dream Lantern School, but anyway, there's James You all, you all spread but, out. You all spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to make sure that you marry and get, take on the surname, the new surname. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair and there's different families of gardeners as well. You know, I'm not necessarily related to all the gardeners up there, but there are different <laughs> families of gardeners. But there's, there's a lot of us. Good on you, good on you. Kerry, uh, well, fair play to you. I remember Kerry, uh, we were in school together years ago. I was repeating yeah. the leave insert. And, uh, fair, do you keep in touch with all the, the heads back there or is it tough to yeah, keep in touch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, actually. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Adrian and family, Susanna family were up yesterday here we the, and we went to the match with them. So, yeah, no, still in touch with people in school. And yeah. I do remember sitting in egg science with you and you, poor Miss Anglin was, uh, you know, she was used to just having girls. It's the whole and, and yourself and Robbie kind of, she'd always say, come on girls. And then it'd be, and Danny and Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, you kind of yeah. ruined that rhythm a little bit there for us. At the there time. was a, certainly, it was a female good. dynamic in that class, all right, that we upset, I think, yeah. somewhat. But uh, yeah, yeah I remember we, it fondly. We weren't bothered. I don't, know, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Gary, come here. Thanks so much for taking the call. And it's uh, it's wonderful to to hear you getting on. I didn't realise you were so um, so you're in, so involved in Bloom. Uh, I didn't know that though. And uh, fantastic. You have to come up. You have I, to come up. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Now I've a bit of I've silage down at the moment, so I won't get away uh, in the next couple of days. But I'll have to mark it in the. Um, in the in the in the calendar for another June back Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm re- really looking Brilliant. forward to it because it sounds fantastic. I'd be stuck over in the food in the food section. That's where I'd spend my time. I think. I don't say that. <laughs> I'd pop over I'd pop over for a while come here Kerry thanks so much for taking the call and uh, look the best of luck with it and we'll chat to you again thanks Daniel cheers bye 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 if you love the 60s then you'll love that 60s show with Martin and David join us for the very best in 60s music every Sunday night from 9 to 11 on Lockray Community Radio to hear the best in new Irish contemporary music, tune into Fresh Era with me, Ben McCormack, on Lockray Community Radio every second Saturday between 6 and 7 p.m. Pat and Georgie's Music Mix, all with thanks to Francis Byrne and Soho Mia of Margarita's Pizza and Kebab, Lockray. See margarita.com for our full menu or call 091-870-581 today.
Saturdays from 4 p.m. Live on our great community radio. The Rundown with Carl and Shauna. Counting down the top 10 singles chart and much more. DJ Pounder's ultimate classic rock. 8 p.m. Saturdays on Lockray Community Radio. Power Ballads. Rock Anthems. Join DJ Pounder. 8 p.m. Saturdays on Lockray Community Radio. This could go anywhere. Lock Ray's local radio station. This is Lock Ray Community Radio. And thanks very much to Kerry Gardner there. A continued success to you, Kerry. Uh, Kerry, a lovely woman, uh, always full of positive energy. If you ever saw her, she was always, always smiling. And uh, didn't realize that now that a good Brendan Blake. Pushing her in the, I do. I'd love to ask her how many how many uh, girls. Not, not to mind myself and Robbie were the only two lads inside Nobe Economics. I wonder how many girls were inside the egg science um, with Brenton Blake. I don't know, but fair play to her. And uh, yeah, that's great. Now I'll have to go up to Bloom. It's uh, it's got it's it's a really it's I mean it's it's a incredibly popular event and it's absolutely huge. And in no small part, or no small thanks to our very own Kerry Gardner. Fair play to you, Kerry. Tell me, uh, what else? I need to remind, who are we going to remind you before we leave, to, before I leave today? Next Friday night, again, we have next Friday night, as I want to chat about, uh, Michael, our big fan, has his book coming out. So we want to be really aware of that. Well, I, I can't wait to go to it because I can't wait to get going Um to Mick, Mick is involved with the Lockray Historical Society, and so is my mum and some a couple of other people, John O'Dea and a couple of others, and they used to have fantastic talks. So it's great that this is part. Well, I don't. This, I don't. This is part of the Lockray Historical Society, but uh, Mick has a great interest in it. So this should be mighty. So we're going to be going to this uh, in the Lockray Hotel and Spa next Friday, the tenth of June at seven thirty p.m. And this is all about Frank Fay, Revolution, Revolutionary and Public Servant by Michael Fay. So that's the name of the book. Frank Fay is the thing. And it's getting a great, oh yeah, getting great reviews there. And um, yeah, fantastic. I can't wait to see it. That's the launch of his book. So everybody's invited. Up you go next Friday night. Great for these things to get together again. I remember who was it? Pat, Pat, was it Pat O'Looney? Uh, put out a book and a couple of other lads put out books during their time and we didn't just didn't uh, you can't get the the real buzz of it be able to go in there get the book from my make get it to sign it and whatever and send it all over the world people will love this this is all about um uh Local characters. I, I'd heard of Frank Fagg because Mick had told me about it and Steve had told me about him. But I didn't don't know too much about him. So I'm looking forward to that and going on about it. What else have we got? Uh, let me see. The, uh, Bingo is back in town. Bingo is offline or is it online? I wonder if they're running in conjunction online and in-house. I don't know. So the Bingo came back uh, this weekend. So uh, 
is it Friday night? The big goes out. Of course, it's Friday night. Friday night is the big one. So they, they, they were first time back in the Temperance Hall. So I'd love, I don't know, do I, would it be great if the jackpot was won the first the first night back? It'd be wonderful. Uh, but uh, best of luck with that. So hopefully we might have uh, Paddy and Jerry coming in chatting about that in a few weeks time who do I have coming up in interviews the next couple of weeks well I have a couple in me head I tell you it's awful funny you're trying to corral a couple a couple of lads uh, again I'd like to thank Ian for coming in last week like Ian is all over the world and we'd been chatting for a few weeks and I said whenever you get down because I, I don't want to be doing it uh, on Zoom That that's, that's over it's great to have somebody in the studio but I have um Bernard Burnham Mulvaney coming in the next couple of weeks in the next while so we'll have Bernard and Bernard is uh, look at everybody you know Bernard Roadlock Ray Bernard's living in Dublin now for a long time but uh, he is I've met a couple of times people Bernard's involved with people before Prophet has a, an incredible social conscious conscience rather and he is he's a oh, yeah, look at he's always out of the he's always out um fighting for people's rights. Uh, great family, uh, little Sophie there. She is uh, an absolute trooper and she'd put manners on anyone. So I can't, I can't wait to talk to Bernard there now and we'll be having Bernard. We have a couple of other heads coming in as well. So look, at we're finger crossed. We're, we're nearly getting to FM as well and I can't wait for that because I have a another interview lined up for I can't wait for that day because I have a special interview lined up for that for that day as well so um, anyway we're coming into the summer what are we doing now at the moment we have another few minutes have to go ringing John Murphy to come down he cut me silage there yesterday so fingers crossed it doesn't rain the next couple of hours going to get John to come on down and get um start bailing the silage and that's what I spend my evening at probably into tomorrow as well but I'll be taking a little break for a couple of hours because our good buddy, myself and Rosie's good buddy, um, Sarah, has a play on tonight that she's written. Uh, Eve's Echo Theatre are putting it on the Secret Garden in Loch Ray, or Loch Ray in Galway, rather. I think it's all sold out now anyway. So it's Latte uh, is the name of the play. It's the name of the script that, he, that Sarah wrote so it's fantastic that we'll have this. Uh, th- that's going on tonight. So that's a Jude Beck holiday. I think it's been very successful. Fair play. Also, what have we got coming down the line? Uh, would that be it, coming down the line? Would be Monica Hines, and she'd be in talking about uh, the Woodford walking trails that was opened up last Monday as well, or that was publicised last Monday. And there's a couple of other things they'll be having. I can't wait for... We have lots of people coming in around the time of Heritage Week. It's really interesting, all the local historical stuff. And I can't wait to talk to Kevin MacDonald about it. He'll be back now, and uh, he's got a a talk coming on at Heritage Week, and we'd love to give him a a big shove there around that time. But Kevin is... um, Kevin is over with the, the UN peace, peacekeepers. I was chatting to one messenger and um, he says, how are you getting on? Whatever. I think he's over in some civil war country or something like that. I mean, it's amazing. So we'll be chatting with Kevin about that, you know, about the islands of the lake. And as I said to Steve, I didn't know of Isla Baku was about the only island I ever knew about it. And I have to show, and I know a lot more about it because uh, 
My good friend, uh, Justin Lynch, has sorted me out with an engine for my boat that we bought, well, that I bought, but uh, Justin found it for me. And uh, I'll be soon on the lake there. I joined up the anglers there and I've paid for my uh, spot on the lake. So I'll be attaching in the next couple of weeks. I'll be flying around the place. So I'll be checking, sussing out all those islands or hopefully try to avoid them and look after my engine that I'm just after buying. So looking forward to that. It'd be great to be out in days like this. What else is there? Yeah, the Predator Triathlon Club. They're just trying to promote their the the Lockray Triathlon. And that'll be on at the end of the summer. So we'll I'll get on to Sean Walsh now. And we'll have to get those lads in there. But maybe we might be able to get some kind of a, 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 a casting or what, what do you mean? A, uh, broadcasting rather an outside broadcast the day of that because it's a wonderful event and they're a mighty club many moons ago i used to be in, used to be involved with them and we used to have great crack with it uh but um yeah we do so we'll be looking forward to that so we can add to show watch we might be able to team up with uh, the radio station and predator triathlon club and uh if anybody are into it it's a lovely race I was. I used to do a couple of triathlons around the place, and Loch Ray was a love. I never did Loch Ray actually because it was always marshalling, but uh, really, uh, it's a lovely triathlon. It's nice and handy, and the lake is. I'm telling you, the lake is absolutely an incredible spot for swimming. When you go around to other places and see what people have or which pe- what people don't have, rather, the lake is a fantastic resource. Right, come here. I've got heading off. We got. Um, Denise Christie coming up after me and uh, if I could find the <laughs> if I could find it, where is it? Ah, we can't see I can't see where this uh, thing is uh, we can't see, ah, well I'll find it, I'll find it Denise, I'll find it now in a couple of minutes. Look, it was great talking to you, it was great having Kerry on the phone up in blue, it was great to have Steve in uh, highlighting the issues around the RSS, uh, the Rural Social Scheme, and the two schemes. They are two incredibly beneficial schemes, and they should, the the, the parameters that that make so confined should be addressed, readdressed, and it should be opened out. They do a great thing for, um, they do a great thing for communities all over the place. Okay, come here, we'll chat to you, we'll see you next week, and we'll have an interview again that day. Daniel Cronin's In Conversation With, brought to you by Purist Ultra Pure CBD, the first CBD food supplement backed by clinical studies. Purist is not addictive and won't give you high. Loved by actress and TV personality Martine McCutcheon for general coping and rugby legend Mike Tyndall for sleep. Visit the website today on www.puristcbd.com. When he first came to 
the mountains His life is far away On the road Hanging by a song But the string's already broken And he doesn't really care It keeps changing fast And it don't last for long Scars upon 